wanna be a Care Bear. Oh, it'll be so great when I'm a Care Bear. Well, I can hardly wait to be a Care Bear and do the things that Care Bears do. Oh, I wanna be a Care Bear like you. You do. I'd be like sunshine and make the sunshine have a heart like love. Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my cartoon compadre, Mr. Mark Williams. Hi. That was very brief. That was <laughs> not even a hello. What? Like, uh, hi. Yeah. We're all friends day. now. We're all friends now. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Casual. Nice yeah. and easy. Um, so, I, I don't know. Maybe you didn't recognize the theme tune this episode. Normally, I yeah. go like, oh, as you can probably tell from the theme tune we're doing, blah. Um, this is a fucking bad theme tune, though, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Nobody's remember. I certainly didn't remember it. And then the first time I heard it, I was like, is this a joke? Yeah. What is it? Oh. I kind I, I dipped in because I, I watched um there were a couple of um, episodes of Care Bears the um, the original series the eighty five series and then um Care Bear Family yeah uh-huh. which was the follow up with the fucking much, elephant and much the, better theme tune but yeah, we'll get onto that as but we not as good a show um, ironically um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah so I mean I I've, I've been listening to the theme tune I've been like, I don't remember that that's not what I that's not the one I, what what the fuck I remember I don't know because it's, it's not anything I've watched. No, I, I don't I don't remember it at all, to be honest. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. So we are talking about Care Bears this episode, listeners. Um, but as I say, yeah, you so, sorry for blowing that one, but you probably from, got that from the episode title. Right, you downloaded it. Uh, yeah, I mean, just before we dive in, we did have a bit of feedback on last episode as well. We uh, we did Clarissa Explains It All last episode. For those of you that weren't with us, where were you? Um, <laughs> but we did have uh, some brief feedback from Sarah Clark, uh, London Hammer on Twitter, who said she sort of remembered Clarissa, um, but preferred Blossom, which apparently was on mm. Channel 4. Uh, and yeah, she says, uh, although it was a similar time and about a teenage girl, she said it seemed slightly more grown up and that Joey Lawrence was a bonus for a 14 year old her. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't remember too much about Blossom other than the fucking hat. I remember yeah. Blossom hats being a thing. Um, and yeah, I think I think Sarah's right there. I think it probably does skew slightly older. She also, incidentally, then went on to recommend uh, that we look at a few other shows as well. Um, the undisputed classic of which being the Wonder Years. Yeah. But maybe that skews slightly too old for this show as well. Maybe. So, I don't um, know. Yeah, but I think it's a fair point, though. I think that, I mean, I, I remember Blossom. I didn't really watch it. Um, I think I caught a couple of bits of where it was on. I might have caught it in reruns as well, because I think much like um, Channel 4 do with E4 now, they just ragged the shit out of it. It was on all the fucking time. They'd show it, and then between seasons, they'd show it again. Mm. Um, just to you know, just to really hammer home the fact they'd paid a lot of money for the rights, I think. Um, yeah, it's, it had some similar themes, but obviously it was handled in a very different way. It wasn't um, It wasn't a studio comedy. And it wasn't done the same way Clarissa was done. So I think, it's, uh, I think they're... They're two different shows, and I think that you can you could see why there would be two different camps. I think, um, given that they were on at the same time and had a similar subject matter. Yeah, um, as I said, I just didn't watch it. But then, as as talked about last episode, I absolutely adored Clarissa when it was on. So uh, it seems weird to me that I didn't watch Blossom, though. It seems like it should have been something that I would have watched, but I just never did. I just I yeah. distinctly remember the bucket hats being a thing because <laughs> they kind of look like upside down flower pots didn't they mm, and I, yeah. I, just, I just distinctly remember those hats being a thing but nevertheless thank you for writing in as always sarah and uh there have been some other suggestions from sarah of late as well uh which we will look at in the new year uh i promise we've got christmas all sewn up 
Um, or at least we thought we did. Yeah, um, we did. There's been more spanners in the works, but not for this show. Um, although, who knows? Uh, I haven't talked to Mark about this yet, but maybe that'll change as well. Anyway, <laughs> off topic. We're going. We're giving you a peek behind the curtains there. We are talking about KBs this episode. Um, and you've already mentioned something that I, I discovered very early on in rewatching this stuff. Incidentally, KBs is everywhere legally yeah. if you want to watch it. There are official channels that you can watch it through. So please do find it from a legal source. Um, look, I mean, the K-Base saturation even today is, is everywhere. If you want K-Base, you're going to find it. Um, well, I mean, because of that, because there have been so many iterations as well. I mean, they, they ran through right up until um, right up until early oh, in, in, in sort of the, the 2010s. There, there was a new version. So, I mean, it, it's every fucking where anyway. Um, and because of that, I say they, because of that, the old stuff is around because they want to keep as much of the mutton or keep as many people watching as much as, as much as they can. Um, so yeah, it is absolutely everywhere. Yeah, I think you're right. But, um, it just, even with the old stuff, you've touched on the fact there are many, many different iterations, even of the eighties cabies. Um, I've tried to watch a cross section of them. I find myself gravitating back towards the original, and when I say original, I mean the very first Deke series. Yeah. Um, because even in that original run, the first two seasons were handled by completely different production houses. Yeah. Um, I've not done that much research, but um, as always. But these were just <laughs> so obviously different shows um, in, in many, many ways. That I was like, hang on a minute, something's off here. So I did a little bit of reading and yeah, it turns out that first and second seasons were handled by different people um in, in terms of consistency of animation and things like that they look very similar the voice yeah. cast changed but what is most noticeable um is, is just the whole structure of the show and the, and the narratives within it yeah. um that that first season and look i'm not going to bury the lead here the reason i kept going back to that first season i i, I sent Mark a message as soon as I started watching it, which was actually a few weeks ago, I found it absolutely hilarious, unintentionally so. Um, it is just the most earnest and ironic show I have ever seen in my life. It's it like it, everything that was really sweet and nice about Get Along Gang because it was well-structured and kind of knew what it was going to be and, and didn't preach too much. Like, it got a little bit preachy, but they wrapped everything up in, in a narrative and stuff. This... Yeah just bins that entirely this yeah. is like this is like infomercial the show this is just like <laughs> like hey kids don't do drugs and don't play with electrics and don't talk to strangers and yeah. don't jesus christ well like... I, I mean i i sent you a message yesterday while i was watching and instantly i put it on downstairs in the living room um just because um sorry which was in the house i, I had the kids and so like, they were they were preoccupied i thought fuck it, i'm gonna put it on down here rather than put it on my on my ipad so put it on the tv and within about two minutes the pair of them were sat next to me glued to it um so that really? says a lot that yeah. says a lot however the text i sent you uh um no no word for it. it's, it's on the screen if you can read that it says oh god my diabetes <laughs> because this is the most fucking saccharine thing i've ever seen it and really i didn't is. hate it um that was that was the problem. That's probably the biggest takeaway for me was that it's the complete fucking antithesis of anything I've watched um, and liked in the last probably five years. Uh, no, certainly since we've been doing this show, it's no everything we've liked has had a bit of an edge, has had a bit of a bit of darkness, had a bit of bit of character to it. This is just like, as you said, this is hey kids, drugs are bad. Hey kids, don't talk to strangers. Hey kids, don't don't take sweets from strangers. And when I watched it, I, I, because it's been Thanksgiving this week, I watched. Um, there was a Thanksgiving episode, um, which is one I sent you earlier on, 
mm-hmm. and you've got a mean guy who um, who's making crabby apple pies so that the apple pie is off and makes everybody miserable. And right, and the, it's the whole mad. thing it's the, madness. The reason they're, they're um, not up in the clouds anyway, they're down on earth, is that there's a boy um, who ne- needs help, a boy called Tony, who's been asked to give a speech about what Thanksgiving makes to him in front of the, 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 the town's Thanksgiving pageant thing. And so he can't work out what Thanksgiving means. And everybody then says to cancel Thanksgiving because they'll all be miserable cunts because they've eaten the, uh, the apple pie. There's a fight between Graham's bear, Graham's bear who's the grandmother bear, and um, Sour Sam, who made the, the off pie. A, an actual fight. And he, just, he learns that what the meaning of Thanksgiving is. And he gives this whole fucking three-minute diatribe about the meaning of Thanksgiving, about family coming together. And I was like, fucking hell. It's it's nuts. It's fucking nuts. I, I'm I'm genuinely I, I quite pleased, um, but but very surprised that you actually did like it because when I was first watching this, I was like, oh my god, this is like, this is your holy water. <laughs> like, this is <laughs> like I was watching thinking, oh my god, Mark is just gonna fucking hate this. Don't get me like, wrong, I've got insulin on standby. Yeah, I mean it's it's unbelievable. I I had an absolute hoot and a half watching this show. Like it's it's awful in all the right ways. That is the best thing I can say about it. But actually, then in a in a lot of the ways that count as well, it's like it's really well produced. The animation is really yeah. slick. There's nothing wrong with the voice talent. You know, it's it ticks all the boxes. It's just that it's so saccharine sweet. It is, it is. unbelievable. It is. But I mean, I think if you look at some of the cartoons we've we've looked at, uh, especially of late, they've gone. They've tried to be. So, no, some things have tried to be um, sort of hyper realistic, and other things just go so fucking far off the wall that you can't really follow them. This there's a nice sort of blend to this, and it, it I think it's the difference between sort of the the early to mid eighties vibe as opposed to some of the early nineties stuff we've looked at. But like in in, say in the Thanksgiving one I watched, the fact that you know, there's there's an alert goes out so you know, that one that chair bear is in trouble, so they all go down to earth to help her, and they all turn up in fucking cloud cars, which are cars that can fly. But they all just pull up on the side of the road. And I mean, the cloud properly. cars are amazing. That, that but is they actually the... fucking park. It's like, yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> it's just so, so weirdly normal. Yeah, I mean, th- this is the thing, isn't it? What, something I've been looking for meaning for, and maybe I just haven't seen the episode that explains this, okay? Um, and, and there's certainly a, a divide between the two seasons as well, as far as I can tell. And again, I could be wrong because I've not watched the entirety of either season. But it seems like the, the first series then, I shouldn't call them seasons, really. They're yeah. more like series. The first series is very much about there's a kid on Earth in trouble because of this. And they are quite real problems. There's like, yeah. oh, because they're expecting a new baby. So this one feels left out or this one's been bullied because they've got braces or like yeah. really just normal problems. And then in the second series, and the, which was the series I remembered more from childhood, I must be honest. The mm. second series, there are villains like yes. the Capers have villains that 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 will cause these problems, things like the guy with the pies, okay? It's not just a problem. It's not an organic problem that's coming out of yeah. life. Um, so there is there's something more structured, I think, about yeah. that second series is the thing. Um, but when you get all of these these things, like you say, like the, the KBs come down and they just parallel park and everybody reacts to them, but nobody ever goes, what the fuck are you? Well, yeah, everybody I mean... just knows that they came like they get even in the first series where there's these normal problems and the cables appear out of nowhere to fix, like fix the issue. The introduction literally goes as far as I'm tender heart bear. Next thing you know, they're calling them K-Bears all the way through the episode. And it's just like everybody instinctively knows what a K-Bear is. Well, it was the same in so the 
um, the um, Care Bears family one. So the, that was the second series where they introduced. Um, so you had the cousins. Yeah, the cousins. So you had um, Braveheart, who was a lion. Yeah. Why did you fucking lion heart? I don't know. Um, you know, would have been maybe a little on the nose. I, I, but everything's like, yeah, it's like Braveheart sounds more because he's courageous and stuff, isn't he? So yeah. Like... I, yeah. Um, Lionheart, Lionheart sounds a little bit more, a bit more aggressive. Ferocious. Yeah, a little bit more aggressive, and like there is not an aggressive moment in this entire series that I can see. No, like, I mean, it's, I, it's, I mean, literally because I've just watched it. The uh, say that Thanksgiving one, he he's, he eats the pie and turns evil, and he loses his voice. He just fucking roars. Everybody else just gets really mean. Their eyes get a bit fucking, you know, a bit snarly, and they talk with a slight a slight rasp to their voice. He fucking roars like a lion. Well, he is a lion. But, Let's be honest, but, he is a lion. But nobody else loses the ability to speak. They just, just turn into dicks. Yeah. He starts roaring. Like a young, no, like a cub. He's not, no, he's not a fucking MGM lion or anything. It's a bit like Simba at the start of life. I was going to say, he's like Simba then, yeah? It, then um, took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, you get us. So you had that. You know, there, was, um, there was a bunny one as well. There was a cat one later on as well that came in, a, I think, in seconds. There's a monkey as well, isn't this it? monkey, yeah. I can't remember what, what the monkey was called. Um, so, I mean, that was a bit uh, that was a bit fucking weird. But, yeah, I mean, that was, um, I think, as I said, there's a bit more structure to those, um, to those episodes. There definitely you know, is. But I don't think. I mean, for me, I don't think the message was as clear. I don't think it, they were as on point and as nice as Care Bears was supposed to be. Well, I mean, it's not as clear just because the message is literally as subtle as a sledgehammer in the first series. There's no, like, there's no attempt made to try and be. Oh, they don't bury the lead at all. Do they? Not at all. Like, it is just, oh, it's just clumsy as hell. It is, it is literally just like somebody throwing you with throwing a fluffy house brick at your head. It's just. I, it's un- it's like somebody's just got a potpourri hand grenade that they just throw <laughs> it. It's unfucking believable yeah. how nice this first series is. Like like offensively nice. It yeah. is like, and and look, it's been like it's been pastiched many many times since. Like if if you haven't seen this first series, you have definitely seen other shows taking the piss out of it. Yes. Um. But you, I think because it's been so long, and because look, I'll, I'll be honest, like as a as a 40-something-year-old man, I don't think I've even properly thought about the KBs for 30 years, if I'm honest. I, like, I only have because uh, number one has a onesie, um, which is a... It's, it's not a Care Bear onesie, but it's, it has a teddy bear sort of head, a hood on it, and it's fucking neon pink and blue, so it looks a bit like a Care Bear, so that's the only reason it sort of springs to mind for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've not, I'm the same. I've not fucking thought about Care Bears for years. No, but but then in, in you know in the interim, whenever you see like cartoon values being yeah. lampooned, you know when you get like the cut, you know we had it recently on um, Better Than Mario when we were mm. looking at Happy Time Murders with the dancing puppet in the front. You know, anytime anybody's overly nice and overly cartoony, it's like this is where it's drawing from, yeah. and and you sort of forget how exactly on the nose. You know, even looking at at things that came later in the nineties, things like Happy Tree Friends. Where obviously that that has to draw from somewhere, yeah. and I think you know it was it was instant. The first thing I thought of, and of course I realised this in the nineties watching it as well. But as soon as I watched these first episodes, I was like, oh, it's like Happy Tree Friends, but it's actually Happy. nice. Yeah, like they're not actually trying to kill each other. Um, yeah, but there was just something that I found hilarious about how earnest that was. It was it's just so bad. Like the the dialogue is 
fucking appalling yes because everything is just about how it's great to be nice and it's lovely to share and the courage lives inside of you and uh, you just like i said it's all the things that get along gang was trying to do as well and you might remember from our episode on get along gang i i actually praised that for how well they kind of enveloped all of that within their story. Like it was always clear what they were going for, but they always yeah. constructed a narrative around it and it made sense. And generally there was something coming out of one of those characters, which was like, oh, well, they're going to do this this week and everybody's got to teach them why that's bad. But with the Care Bears, because they're all so inherently nice, yeah, you can't use the Care Bears to have that. Like a Care Bear can't all of a sudden decide they're not going to share this week. You know, no. they can't just become a dick because they want to they like they they can't learn lessons so we have to have these kind of human children and it's always like i swear it's the same kid they just give them a different name they always look the fucking same but there's always like either you know a boy or a girl yeah uh there's never like two of them it's a boy or a girl uh, and they have an issue and yeah. the cave is, is magically know that there's this issue come down in their fucking cloud car which is awesome yeah. Uh, so and, and solve the issue through nothing other than basically therapy. Like, <laughs> they don't really fuck it. Like I know they've got the magic wishing things on their chest, but they, they very rarely do they actually use powers. It's more like they just talk to them all. Yeah, um, and again, they they use powers more in the second series where they definitely. have the villains to fight. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's interesting what you were saying there about uh, before I forget about um, Get Long Gang and sort of, you know, the, sort of the the way that that was structured differently that. Again, this does have that very much greeting card feel to it, whereby oh, you know ev- everything comes, everything that they say could be written in a fucking greeting card. Um, but every, even every even more so, yeah. I mean, every every pearl of wisdom, it's like, well, they've lifted that from Hallmark. Oh, yeah. that's a Father's Day card. That's a new baby card. That's a congratulations, you haven't got AIDS card or whatever they want to go for. It's just some. Oh, it's just like, oh fucking hell, just you know, give some actual dialogue. Yeah, and, and there is none of that. And, and every bit of dialogue in there is entirely functional, and that is it. Like, they, they, they express emotions through talking, and that is it, which is really weird because the animation is actually pretty fucking good. Yes. And it's definitely competent enough that they can emote. They don't need to speak everything out loud, and especially when they're the Care Bears and they've all got their own individual feeling fucking tattooed on their chest. Yeah. Like, it should be pretty easy to just get that stuff over through movement. They don't have to speak. But anyway, there is something inherently charming about it for that. It's terrible. Don't get me wrong. I am not (laughs) praising it. It's fucking terrible. This is, looking at it through a particular lens, I would say this is, without shadow of a doubt, the fucking worst cartoon we have ever had to watch for this show. And I say had to because some of them I enjoy because they're good. This yeah. one, like, it's morbid curiosity. I've enjoyed the hell out of watching it, but it's always been like, what what the hell am I going to be confronted with during this yeah. episode? And then I purposely tried to seek out the ones that sound the fucking weirdest, because some yeah. of them, they really stretch for these problems as well. There is an entire fucking 15-minute episode about a kid getting braces, for fuck's sake. What the fuck yeah. is that? Listen, like, I, I went out and looked for the one that was that sounded the most random, and so I, I found the one which was Graham's Bear versus Sour Sam, yeah, which is the Thanksgiving one. So I'm not expecting a Care Bear Smackdown. No, but um, they, but then they they kind of do, don't they? They don't fight, but they all kind of like team up and project their rainbow things oh, from the chest. An actual, and... This is an actual food fight. They were throwing pies wow. and shit, and he, and he was shooting pies at them with a pie gun because you know, obviously. Um, and no, he, he he got Graham's bear into a baking tray and was loading her onto he loaded her onto a conveyor belt, covered her in pastry, and was 
no, very, very slowly inching her into an oven to make her into a pie. Wow. Now, that's probably the darkest it got. However, yeah. the, the kid um, who had to do the Thanksgiving speech and the two baby Care Bears, which I'll come on to them in a second, because they were fucking weird. Um, they so managed, many questions. They so managed many to, questions. They managed to operate the machine, and rather than turning the machine off, pushing the big red fucking button and turning it off, or reversing the conveyor belt so she came back out, they got a big ass spatula to lift her up out of the oven and put her down on the side. At which point she sat up and broke all the pastry and got out. Okay. Um. Why couldn't? She- <laughs> I mean, if she could break the pastry, why didn't she just eat her way out to start with? I mean, or just sit up and get out the fucking baking tray. That as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were all sorts of weird logic caps. Like this show is not concerned with plot or story in the no. slightest. It literally is like well, we've talked about this in the show before. Like, do you remember like when you're little and you go to the dentist and they give you a sticker to say how good you'd been? Like when you you know because you didn't have any cavities today, or yeah. you were really good and you didn't kick the dentist in the crotch or whatever because they were drilling you like it is the animate equivalent of that it is like literally here is a singular emotion that we're going to express which is a positive thing you yeah. have been good this week because you didn't drown your sister well done yeah. and that's what it is like it is literally this is why killing your sister is bad kids yeah. like it's it's unbelievably basic and there is yeah. something amazing and and like i jest but there are episodes which border on that. There are episodes which, like one of the episodes I saw, uh, the kid's going to get a new baby sister and he he's not keen on the idea because he's used to being the only child. So his spoilt brat friend comes around and the pair of them, whilst the parents are at the hospital and the mother's giving birth, which seems to happen in the space of about five minutes. And then they bring the baby home immediately afterward. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is America. So yeah. uh, you stay in hospital as little time as you can. You've got to pay for it. Because it costs you money, yeah. Um, so while this is going on, they fucking trash the house. And when I say trash the house, it is literally this dick of a friend is going like, I know what will be funny. Let's kick the shit out of the TV. Like, what fucking is that? Though. Who does that? Like, they make a fucking boxcar and ride it through the house. Like, who do, who does shit like that? Like, <laughs> but, it, but it's just a way of, like, getting over in 10 minutes, like, how spoiled this kid is and how mean he's feeling and then of course the k-bears have to talk him into sort of coming to accept his sister and then all of a sudden they have a complete change of heart in the space of 30 seconds everything's hunky-dory and even the friend loves the little kid's sister and starts apologizing and it's just like this makes no sense (laughs) this makes no sense and you've literally told what is essentially three lines of story in 15 minutes with no connective tissue nothing that makes any kind of sense whatsoever it's just this is bad because of this but this is how you fix it now everyone's happy and every episode i watched of that first series seemed to be that basic and there's something kind of beautiful about that in the most horrendous way you pair it up with that disgusting theme tune which is easily the worst theme tune we've ever had on this show yes Uh, quite, quite aside from the fact like there is there is no discernible melody as such um it's also the fact that like all of those kids are off key like who what is going on there? Like, are those one of the producer's kids or something? And they were just like, I know, let's get them to sing. Well, is, like, was it was it like precursor to Make-A-Wish? I mean, like, it's... You, you, you get to sing, sing the theme to and you get to hear it before you die. You know and what? then you die of shame. Do you know what? Knowing this show... 
I maybe you're onto something. Honestly, maybe maybe you're onto something there. I, I don't know. Maybe it is like let's get a bunch of underprivileged kids or something. Um, <laughs> and, and they they all want to be singers. So we'll and, and like maybe everybody thought because don't forget that first season was quite short as well. Maybe everybody's thinking like ah oh, this fucking show this is going nowhere. Fucking yeah, it, it's, what it's the, stick the kids and it'd be fine. I mean having said that, you know that first series like Jean Chalopin did a lot of the producing on that. Like it, it's. It's not like there's nobody's, you know, like Sherlock Holmes did inspect gadget for fuck's sake and loads of the other shows that we've we've talked yeah. about as well. So this this is not like it hasn't come from pedigree. It's it's a bizarre, bizarre fucking show. But that theme tune especially. And I seem to have noted like whilst the opening theme tune changes and especially on the KB's family later on is the is yeah. the intro I remember with all of the cousins dancing with them and stuff. Yeah. I, I that is one of the images I had that I remember the KB's. The fucking end credits theme stays the same. And that's the really bad one. That's the yeah, bit. Like the, the opening theme is bad, but it's not anywhere near as bad as the end theme. I, I don't understand how that theme was allowed on the TV. It's offensive. Yeah. It's awful. Like, yeah, it's just, I got, it just seems that it was an afterthought. I, yeah, it literally seems like they finished the first episode and went, oh, fuck, we haven't got a theme. Um, yeah, we need one do? quick. Yeah, uh, quick, grab them two kids off the street, sit them in front of the microphone, tell them to hum. Let's do that. Like, it's awful, 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 awful. Yeah. Um, You'll be subjected to it at the end of the show, listeners. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, whereas it's like I wouldn't say it's great, but the opening to the KB's family at least is it's slicker. You get the villains in there. The, yeah. the theme tune is a bit better at least. Um, but then, much. as I say, now I say that's the one I can remember. But my the main thing I remember about KB's is KB's the movie. Yeah. Okay. Specifically because. And I can't pinpoint the time exactly because I reckon they would have both been the same year. But it was either the first or second film I ever saw in a cinema. And I am pretty sure it's the first. Yeah. Now, I, I was going to say the same thing. I, I didn't see it in the cinema. Um, but my, it was the, it's, I, I, it's, my parents have repeatedly have said it's the first film my brother saw in the cinema. Mm. Um, was he, so that would, that would track. Would, and that would, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Phil was September 80. You're, yes. You'd have been the same school. Uh, same, yeah, uh, same, same school year. year. Yeah. So yeah, that would that would track. Um, uh, but yeah, so I mean, it's it's one of those. I like, I didn't have that experience, but something that I, I always I always pick it being about I don't know eighty six, eighty seven. Well, this this is what I'm thinking. It would have been kind of yeah eighty five, eighty six. I think something like that. I was definitely a, a small child, but it was either it was either that my nan and my mother took me to KB's the movie after a shopping trip in Cardiff, or it was Basil the Great Mouse Detective with my dad to shut me the fuck up on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. It was one of those two was my now, first film. Now, I, I, ironically, that was, that was, they were also my brother's first two. That was my brother's second one. And yeah. my dad had been working shifts and fell asleep during the film. So my brother, being similar age, got up, took himself off to the toilet, came back, found my dad, sat down. At the end of the film, because we only lived like two streets, he was going to walk home and leave my dad there to sleep. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> And it's only I, some, somebody, somebody uh, sort of caught him walking out. And they're like, where are you going? Where's, where, where's your mum and dad? Oh, he's sleeping in there. Can you imagine a kid doing that today? Like, it just <sighs> wouldn't, you just would not get away with that today, would you? Like, the 80s, everybody, they were fantastic. Um, <laughs> so, well, so Gary Clayton certainly thought so. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, come on. Rod Hull last week, Gary Clayton this week. You just, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, 
I, I think KBiz was first. I want to say it was. It would have been the same year, but I, I think this was actually the first film I ever saw in cinema. Um, I certainly convinced myself of that, and that is one of the only things I remember on KBiz. Now, I have no fucking idea why my nan and my mother decided to take me. I, I don't think it was like I showed any real fucking interest in KBiz, other than it was probably they thought it might be cute to take me to the cinema. That was on and it was suitable for kids. Oh, you know, it maybe, wasn't like, I mean, it's not like now where you have like half, no, you'll have a dozen films showing and half of them are suitable for kids. No, and, and it wasn't even like it was, you know, fucking He-Man, She-Ra, where it was like, oh yeah, he really fucking loves He-Man, let's take him to that. Like, I think I had a K-Bear, but I'm not even that sure. I did. I've got a feeling I had, um, is it the brown one's Tender Heart Bear, right? Yeah. yeah. I've got a feeling I had a Tender Heart Bear. Um, if I did, it's long gone now, you know, but... I guess I wouldn't remember it anyway because, you know, Montgomery Moose was my bestie. So <laughs> even if I did have a K-Bear, I'd have just been like, well, you can fuck off because the Get Along Gang are way better than the K-Bears. And I've got a Montgomery Moose. So you fuck yeah, off nah. with your magic fucking wishing hard bollocks. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had a Popple, um, which I've still got. Um, Jess has it now. Um, it's lived in my parents' attic, attic for years. Um, but um, I, was, I was thinking about this the other day because that, that's not on our list. Um, but I watched the very first episode with uh, with with Jess not too long ago, and they're fucking tweakers. They we are, should put we should put Popples on the list. Then. Fucking, they're properly fucking mental. Yeah, they're I mean, on put, something. Put it but on the, the list. I mean, and it's it's quite funny. Like, you look at the, the 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 Netflix reboot that happened a couple of years ago, and the same with Care Bears, and it's a lot more watered down. And it's a no. It, no whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa! I, I've got to stop you right now. I know there was a Care Bears reboot because I've seen the scary CGI Care Bears. Who the fuck reboot? Who thought it was a good idea to reboot Popples? What? The no f- idea. But that's all really fucking dodgy CGI as well. Um, but yeah, it's really fucking mental. Um, I can't remember what, what point I was making, but yeah, um, yeah. You look. Sorry, you look at the um, you look at the, the reboots now. And they, they they focus a lot more on no. They have no. As we said, they have a message. They have a point, and there's very much a no. This is what this week's episode is doing. This is what we're talking about. But in the meantime, we'll just have some fucking chaos. Yeah. And they've, they've they've gone down the same route, and they've they've kind of gone away from where those original shows came from. Certainly with Care Bears, it's no, it's nowhere near as nice as it was. I mean, I think you have to. I don't think Care Bears, as as it is in this in any of these iterations, I don't think that could exist in today's society. I think, I, I think could, we're too it would only, jaded. It could. Well, we are because we're nearly fucking forty. Um, I think kids are as well. Like kid, like maybe it's just because we look back through rose tinted glasses. Maybe. But I'm pretty sure most of kids' TV today is a lot fucking sharper than it was when we. I don't know though because we were I, mean, kids. It, I think the 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 limiting factor here would be like, when this was on first. Certainly in this country, you had three fucking channels, so you you took what you could get. Yeah. And if you know if you if you were you know if you were a kid if you were I don't know, maybe up to about seven or eight, and you were in watching cartoons. Then this shit was on. And if you're older than that, fuck off and play. You know, go, you know, go outside and get some fresh air, and possibly molested by Gary, Gary Glitter. Um, but you know, it's it's it was that sort of thing that you know you didn't have the choice. Whereas now you've got fucking two hundred channels on TV, not all of them appropriate for kids, but there are dead you no know, dedicated kids channels which are on twenty you no know, well from six a.m. until fucking whatever. And then you've got Netflix and you've got Prime and you've got YouTube and you know, kids' versions of all these things, or you know, some you know, quote unquote safe versions where you know, there's stuff for them to watch. So if you had this now, it would it would play to an audience that would appreciate it, but you wouldn't watch it past the age of sort of four. Because yeah, whereas, that, I get what you're saying. That, yeah, whereas you become a bit, as a bit a bit more jaded, a bit more world weary. I can't believe I'm saying I have a five year old, but you know, you would become a bit more, I don't know, a bit more aware, shall we say. 
and all of a sudden, you know, the thing of you know, always picking up after, always helping people, always looking after people, always you know, always teaching people to do good and to do better. That doesn't work once you get past age because you're, you know, you're more. By the time you get to that sort of five, six age, your 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 morality as a child is about as you know, peak. You know what's right, you know what's wrong, you know what you should and shouldn't do, you know what other people are doing wrong. And if you're my kids, you fucking tell everybody every two minutes what they're doing wrong. Um, I think that's just a kid thing. Um, I hope it's just I, a kid I, thing. Otherwise, I'm a real, real, I mean, really bad parent. I, I'm doing that every day at the moment. So, you know, and I've got no excuse. <laughs> yeah, I wish you'd stop telling me what I'm doing wrong. Um, but yeah, so I mean, after, after, but no, you wouldn't have the exposures to this after about four or five because it wouldn't it wouldn't work for you and, and as a parent you'd be saying right well you, that's a bit young for you why don't we try moving on to I don't know, in lego star wars because it's more interesting for me um but no but because it's no you want to pitch something that's going to keep their interest and something that's going to um, that will that it'll entertain them but they might actually grow into whereas and if you look at um setting up um the the kids profiles on prior on, on amazon as an example you put the ages in and what the content changes by the age. So if you say, right, I want content of people for a, a four to a six-year-old and then you change it to five to seven, half the crap disappears straight away because they say, right, that's playing too young. And you know, it's, it's based on you know, developmental and where they should be developmentally and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's there's a far greater reliance on 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 people actually sitting down and watching it to get this across. And I think that when... And certainly, you look at the Netflix one. The, you don't have. You're not going to appeal to anywhere near as many people as you did, or you're not going to be exposed to as many people as you were, just because there's so much choice and there's so much other crap out there. I think you hit on something interesting there as well, just towards the end, where you, you mentioned it can sort of be filtered out based on their kind of stage of development and whatever developmental issues they may or may not have, and things like that. And that that's interesting because I definitely think. Again, this is probably the difference in in the timeframes. But as a society, we're probably more aware of children's fundamental needs as they as they yes. grow in and being educated than we would have been in the eighties. And whereas now, you might be able to filter stuff and say, "Well, actually, I know they're seven, but you know, maybe actually, developmentally, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe this isn't suitable for them. Um, and and there's a great deal of concern about that. And I think that's definitely something that's baked into some shows now. Whereas in the 80s, like all you cared about was, OK, we need more care bears because the toys are fucking flying off the shelves. Yeah. Fuck what it meant for development, <laughs> developmental stuff for the kid. Like, fuck whether they learned anything. Fuck whether they actually learned to be nice. Nobody cared. It was all about you must have. Or, and that's why the fucking care bears cousins came along, because yeah. they were, you know, all of a sudden the kids have got all the care bears. So and it's ironic in a show that's trying to teach you a nice message. Like the primary motivating factor is, of course, greed and commercialism, just like it is with any other fucking cartoon in the 80s. They want to sell you toys. They, If yeah. you're not buying care bears, this thing doesn't get made. It's yeah. that simple. And I mean, I'm looking at like, I've, I've got a list in front of me of the, like, the original ones. There were 10. So you had Bedtime Bear, Birthday Bear, Cheer Bear, Friend Bear, Funshine Bear, Good Luck Bear, Grumpy Bear, Love A Lot Bear, Tender Heart Bear, and Wish Bear. Now, should Love A Lot Bear be called Slut Bear? I mean, she love you a long time. Um, <laughs> it, it just, it depends, I think, doesn't it, on, on your interpretation of Love A Lot. Yes. Um, but surely, um, don't they all love a lot? Well, yeah, well, they all care. Whether they love is different, isn't it? Um, but then, I mean... It, they added another 16 in the, uh, by the 90s. So you had the two babies. You had baby hugs and baby tugs. Right. Now, where did the babies come from? Well, when, when a mummy care bear and a daddy care bear you... love each other. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know. And that, that's the thing. That was, that was we mentioned earlier on. I mean, they were fucking weird because they, they, they look a bit like they were ripped off from Wiley Kit and Wiley Cad. They, need, they wanted younger ones. 
for no other reason than they had to be younger. But well, they, it's, it's, it's they so didn't that... speak younger. They didn't act no. younger. But they again, it's younger. because of the, it's because of the toys, isn't it? Yeah. So that they can yeah, have sell to younger kids. Yes, it's exactly that. So instead of having a fucking doll of whatever it's going to be, they've, they've got a little baby care bear. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Now, one thing with those, apart from the fact that they were no, they, they they weren't their age, no, they weren't baby bears at all. Um, they had they wore nappies, or, no, but their tails poked out through a hole in the back. So they're what's useless the nappies. Of, so what's the point of having a nappy with a fucking hole in the back? Right, okay, let's get into this then, because we have this discussion, it seems like, on almost every other episode at the moment now when we're talking cartoons. So those two wear nappies. Yeah. Therefore, socially, it is it is acceptable for, or, or it is expected, even, for KBs to cover up their bottom halves. Like, well, they can't just, just be... So they maybe they just, just they don't go shitting in the woods. Well, yeah, they can't just be wandering around taking dumps in woods. That's exactly where I was going with that. Um, so, but they wear nappies. So therefore... Yeah. The other KBs have made a conscious choice that once they reach maturity, they no longer have to, like they just they swing free. They just I mean, none of them have any genitalia, but they you know, once once they reach adulthood, they're just like, well, fuck close. They're yeah. like they're they're essentially a colony of fucking nudists. Yeah. Um, they all they've but got they don't raise old, their children as nudists. They're all nudists. They got them big old tattoos on their chest as well. Like there's something something a bit fruity going on. Up in fucking up in the clouds there. What what was what was it called? Was it Care a lot? Is it? Lot, yeah. yeah, which is like a play on Camelot. There's something a bit fruity going on. I've been fucking Care a lot. I, I tell there, you, there was a love a lot as well. Care um, a lot and love a lot. Yeah, um, I can't remember where I read that, but there was, yeah, I'm sure there was a love a lot as well um, in one of the later versions. Okay, uh, um, I'm, I'm not going to find it now because it's done. On a... I don't know. I, I remember Care a lot and I remember the cars and stuff. But speaking of Care a lot, like we've said that quite a lot of times already in this episode. Say care a lot, a lot. That's bad yeah. syntax. Anyway, we'll we've said that, yeah, we've said that a lot in this episode. Now, and I've also talked about the theme tune as well. Like, why didn't they just? Oh, I mean, I guess it wasn't written by this point. But why did they not use something like Faith No More on the credits? But then, as I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, do you know what? That probably wasn't written at this point. I don't know when We Care a Lot was written, but probably not by the time KBS was out. Well, so, ignore me. I'm talking bollocks. Let's ask Google. See what it says. Um, <laughs> It doesn't okay, tell me. You, you say you're talking bollocks, but we've been doing very little else for the last 35 minutes. Right. Do you know Do you know when We Care A Lot was actually released? 1985. Ooh, bang on when this would have been around. So why... I wonder if there's some weird alternate reality where that was actually... Like, <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, man, that would be amazing. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, obviously, lyrically, it doesn't really fit with with the tone of the theme of the KBs, but it's a much better chorus, and it suits them. Yeah, um, yeah it's a much, I, much fucking worse chorus, could it? Somebody must have done that on YouTube. If they haven't, I might have to get on it. Like, I just want I want a YouTube video of Care A Lot Beard just running around stamping on motherfuckers set to <laughs> We Care A Lot. Like, I, I, just, I just want that. Like, a greatest hits collection of, of him just, like, shooting the shit out of his chest and, like, beating the whatever the wizard was called. I never did work out what the wizard was called. I'm sure I knew when I was fucking The wizard younger. was uh, No Heart. That's it. No Heart. There was no another Heart one. No Heart Beastly. And then you had prof- um, Professor Coldheart. Coldheart. That's the other one. Yeah. And and, and his, his wife, Auntie Freeze. Oh, you're fucking kidding me. Nope. <laughs> you're fucking kidding me. No, that's... I'm not, I swear. That's like Batman and Robin level bad punnery. That's yes. that's fucking awful. Um, I love it. <laughs> it, um, it just suits this show, doesn't it? It, it does. I mean, yeah, it's, it's quite it's quite amazing. Um, going back to the names of the bears, though, I mean, there was after that first series, they did get um, 
they did get a bit um, more on the nose. So you had baby hugs and tugs. You had champ bear. You had Dave. Wait, 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 wait. Just say those two again together like that. Well, you mean I the did... way I intentionally said it? Yeah, hugs and yeah. Tugs. yeah. I'm pretty sure I went there when I was in Bangkok. Now, come on, that's not accidental, is it? Of course, it's not. That is not accidental. No, no way. Not at all. Jesus Christ. That's awful. Like Just in, just this... in case Tori actually listens to this episode, I've never been to Bangkok. I've made that up entirely. It's a joke. Uh, well, to, Let's be fair. We've been doing this for six fucking years. She's never listened, so what are the odds? Well, I mean, look, if it can get you in trouble, then <laughs> this is going to be the one, isn't it? Sod's law and all that. But, like, it, it, I feel a bit bad about that in a show this fucking innocent. <laughs> but they, get, they do get, I mean, they don't get that fucking uh, obvious later on, but they do get a bit more cynical. Um, like they had in the, in the two thousands when they brought the next lot, they had um, America Cares Bear, um, which I'm assuming was their nine eleven response. Um, no, um, Oopsie Bear, Play a Lot Bear, Amigo Bear, because no, you need. Ethnicity. Oh my God, jeez! I thought the Irish Bear was bad enough in the original. Yeah, but what's the Irish Bear called? Is that that's luck? That's the Good Luck Bear or whatever, it is, isn't it? Um, that is Good Luck Bear. Yeah. yeah. With with like the really fucking bad leprechaun faux Irish accent and the fact that he's emerald green and with a, with a four with a, yeah I mean that's that's fucking bad enough but to have I'm gonna put a bunch of Guinness on him and I'm done with it <laughs> to have a Migo bear I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a look at a Migo bear now if he has a mustache that's it I'm done oh there's I, no I, picture it's gonna crease me there's no Okay, Amigo Bear debuted as a plush toy in 2006 and has since made an appearance in various 2000 Care Bear media. Amigo Bear is the first bilingual bear and is fluent in Spanish. He has red-orange fur with an Aztec-style spiral sun around his... Around, oh, sorry. He has red-orange fur with an Aztec-style spiral sun surrounded by hearts as his tummy symbol. When he first talks, he uses a Hispanic accent. Well, of course he does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jesus Christ, why don't I just put a fucking sombrero on him and I was, be done I was going to say... You know, put a sombrero and a poncho on him and have him selling watches by the side of the road. Jesus Christ. You know, I, I, this, this is the weird thing about this show, isn't it? Like for it for everything that's really nice about it, you get shit like that. There like there is some really fucking racist shit in that first series. Like yeah, yeah. really fucking racist. Um it's it's quite bad. And But it's okay because they have a brown bear. Well they they have every colour. Yeah, you know, but it's okay. Cause it's not racist because they have a brown one. It's fine. Yeah, but I mean, even the kids that they go and see as well, like most of those kids are fucking white. Yeah, like you know, most of them are white affluent kids. Yes. Um, I mean, maybe they were afraid to touch anything, you know, because it was, like, I say it was pretty scant. Maybe they thought they couldn't actually get away with it. I don't know, but 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 again, I mean, we, we've had this discussion before, and I know we've had it off air as well. That if it, it's only a problem if you make if you if you make an issue of it, they could have quite easily gone to a black child or a Hispanic child or an Asian child and not met them. You don't need to mention it. You don't need to reference it. You just have a child who looks slightly different than the normal white kid. Yeah. I, I say normal as in usual, not normal as in you know, where normal and everybody else isn't. But you know, ra- rather than going to the same white suburb every week, go somewhere else because other kids have the same problems. I mean, I don't know whether, yeah, I, I don't know whether some of it might have been budgetary, because like I said, to me, like it got to the point where there were some episodes, they go down and visit the little boy, and before they named him, I'd be like, is that the same kid? And is that how he knows that they they're used, the kid He had is? slightly different colour hair. 
Yeah, it'd be, like it'd be a slightly and, different shade of brown, and that would be about it. And they'd have a different name. Like one week it'd be Billy, the next week it'd yeah. be Johnny, the next be week a different, it'd be different Teddy. And... It would be the same animation, but a different color T-shirt. No, it's that. Yeah. It was that sort. It's that level of shit. So, so maybe there was that about it. Maybe you know there was they didn't have to do all the character designs and stuff. But again, the animation is is pretty fucking good. So I don't see why you'd all of a sudden just cut back on something like that. You know, um, and it wasn't like they didn't have to draw the kids because they were drawing bullies and things like yeah, that as well. And not only that, even if you are using the same kid, you know, you've you've got to ink it and color it regardless. So what difference does it make? I mean, it would, in a lot of ways, I think it would have made more sense to have used the same kid. At least it would have given it some continuity. Like, okay, he'd be like the biggest cunt of a kid ever because every week he'd be doing like some, like he'd learn one lesson one week and then like he'd have to learn something all over again the next week. Like this week he learns how to share. This week he learns not how to murder his sister. This week he learns not how to steal cars. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> my English is appalling tonight. This week he learns not how to steal cars. <laughs> I was just going to let that one slide. What the fuck is wrong with me? These last couple of weeks... How long have you got? Well, yeah, I know, but these last couple of weeks, I feel like I'm not even stringing fucking sentences together. Like, I'm I'm going fucking COVID crazy, I think. That's what it is. Like, anyway, what I'm trying to say is if it's the same kid, like, other than taking one step forward and two steps back, at least there's continuity and you understand why he knows the care bears. And then that gives you a chance each episode for each individual care bear to shine. Yeah. Rather than it just be about because there's normally like three or four of them that all go down together. Yeah, um, they all do their various things. Even though, despite them having different powers and stuff as well, like there seems to be very little actual difference, does there? They yeah. they're like they shoot a shiny thing out of their chest. Um, what do, I mean, what does that actually do? Because it seems to change episode to episode well, as well. That's it. I mean, in the ones I watched, in one it was used to. Basically, some sort of mind changing ray, like a fucking Jedi mind trick. The next week, it was a, it was like a cannon, and it was like a, no, it was like a ray gun, and they were no, it was being used as a weapon. It does, there's no fucking logic to it. There's no pattern. It's just oh well, we'll do the Care Bear stare uh, or the Care Bear countdown as it became in in Care Bear uh, family. We'll do that, and we'll all shoot you no know, lasers out of our chest. But they'll do whatever we need them to do in the episode. We don't need the logic to it. We don't need any sort of internal logic that says this is no. how they work. This is what they do. No, they're kind of just the, yeah, the, the magic bullet every week. Oh, it's fine. We'll use the fucking chest raise. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, because the episodes I watched, like like I said, most of them, especially those early ones, they tend to give therapy instead. Hmm. But then they'll still find an excuse, like at some point during the week, to make something float with their raise or to like turn back time with their raise. Or to, I, but I, and I could understand that. And this makes more sense, especially if you want to sell toys. Yeah is for each one of them to do something slightly different. And occasionally it seems like they do, but most of the time it, it seems like even when they do whatever different thing is, it's not like linked to what beer that is. Yeah, that's right. Uh, like it's I mean, just... one of the ones I watched, I mean, they, they work a bit like a pager as well. Because one of the ones I watched, Cher Bear was in trouble, so she you know, did the old chest thing, and the light popped off her chest and appeared in the sky. And they all came fucking running, like Thundercats. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen that. That's just fucking weird. That was in that Thanksgiving one I sent you. Um, yeah, it just fucking floats off up to the sky and they all see it and come running. I mean, they just seem to... It seems like they're just making it up as they go along, by the sound of it. Pretty much, yeah. Which, you know, I, I get it. It was to sell toys, as we were saying. So you don't you don't need to do anything other than look pretty and make the kids want the Care Bears. But, I mean, look, I, I said, I, I had one, so... 
whether I wanted one or whether, again, my mother just bought me one because she thought I might have liked it, just like taking me to the film. I, I, I don't know. But obviously, somewhere... Well, maybe, you were that kid, maybe you were that kid who needed an intervention and she thought that would, that would be it. That would do it for you. I mean, I, I probably was a little shit. I'll be honest. I mean, I've, I look back now, and I—I I mean, I was an only child, so yeah, I was—I was—I was, I was, uh, I was young, youngest child, so I was definitely a little twat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I—I I don't think I would have been a child that wanted a Kirby. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I—I I mean, I would have been so young that I can't remember. But I—I I had Montgomery Moose. What the fuck did I need a Kirby for? <laughs> Other than to fight Montgomery Moose, obviously. Montgomery yeah. Moose would obviously always win. He had roller yeah. skates, obviously. so. Like he's faster, he's got antlers. Like he, and he he's would... better. Well, yeah, he's a moose. What would it, would a moose be a bear? I think they would. No, there's, one for, there's one for who wins. Bears are pretty fucking nasty, mind, aren't they? But they're a bit. They're kind of cumbersome and slow, aren't they? And is don't bears run away if you chase them? Yeah, if you kind of sort of rear make up yourself them big and... and run towards them, they run away, don't they? And a yeah. moose is fucking gigantic to begin with because he's got the yeah big... with the antlers and shit. Imagine one of them coming to you on roller skates. You'd just be like, no, thanks. Yeah. See ya. Oh, I'm going to get my little fucking cloud car and I'm going to fuck off. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, being charged the... by a moose on roller skates, I would love to see that. How the fuck did we get to roller skating <laughs> mooses? I swear I haven't been drinking this week. I promise. <laughs> it's only Monday. Yeah, like, like, how the fuck did we get to roller skating? I, I maybe that's said... the problem. Maybe you haven't had a, maybe you haven't had a drink. Maybe, maybe you're like Bender. You need alcohol in your system to, to function properly. Maybe. So God help us next week. Um, <laughs> that's fine. So, so I, 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 I know, I know, I know how I got there. Um, so yeah, there, there was definitely market saturation. As much as I had a yeah. K even if I hadn't have asked for one, I had a K And I tell you what, I do remember. I do remember actually quite liking was besides having like we all think of K is like the stuffed toys. And that's that's what most of us were. They were plastic ones as well. Yes, yes. No, I had some of those. With, so they came with the car. Right. They, you had the car, or maybe they didn't come with the car. I don't know, but they yeah, definitely. I think, they, I think you, the car was separate. They sat in the car. Yeah. I definitely had those because they definitely fought He Man a bunch of times. I was going to so say, I my, my road on, had those. Do you remember with He Man, there was a fucking single seater green lizard type car? Yes. Yeah. They sat on there for me. They, they used to, that was their car. Okay. Yeah. No, I definitely had the cloud car because I remember that more than the actual figures. But I remember they being little plastic figures and they were quite small figures as well. Oh, yeah. Also, they fit in the back, back of Ecto 1. So they were, they were taken away in Ecto oh, 1 all the time. So they really were quite small then. Oh, yeah. Um, they, were like, you know, they were like four inch. Um, plastic um, articulated things. Yeah, um, yeah, just small enough for any any kid of the right age to play with them to choke on. Um, well, no, because we... they were they were probably slightly too big. Because unless the head came off or the arm came off, they were too wide to get in your mouth. I mean, you know, I, I tried some weird shit as a kid. What can I say? Um, I want to know. Not touching that one. That's what she said. Uh, but yeah, well, you put I... in your mouth is your own business. <laughs> I definitely remember having those. So there was definitely look this this thing worked. It did what it needed to do. Um, looking at, I mean, you look at the the, sort of the the merch that went with it. There were books. There were greetings cards that we talked about. Um, there were comics. There was music. There was a video game. No, there were a couple of video games actually. There was a, uh, an Atari uh, version planned in the, early, in the very early eighties. And um, uh, no, then they they had PC games. In, in, even as far as no the Mid the mid uh, 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 mid twenties. Aha! Um, it's catching. You can't talk now. The, I, I don't know what that decade is called. This is the two thousands. Um, that no, the, the it's the aughts. The aughts. 
There you go. Fucking long day. Um, yeah, look, or, the, he, or the noughties, but I hate, hate that no, term. Noughties, noughties sounds like a fucking ITV chav term, doesn't it? Sounds like something you get on like the only way is Essex or whatever. It, it's to me, it sounds like fucking Benny Hill's. Uh, no, the Benny Hill goes. That's what they should have been called. Yeah, exactly. It sounds it sounds like oh, titty not and all that. Yeah, just bollocks. Um, yeah, yeah, I hate that term. It's the orts. Yeah, that's what I couldn't remember. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even as even as far as two thousand no two thousand eight, they were no, they were making new games. Um, I've never played a KBS game in my life. There was um, a game called Catch a Star, which was on the PC. There was Care Bears Care Quest for the Game Boy Advance. In 2008, there was a game called uh, Care Bears Play Day, which was released uh, for V-Smile Baby Infant Development uh, Systems. So I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Um, yeah. yeah, so there was, no, there was that. Um, there was an interactive toy. It was um, Share a Story introduced in 2005. So kind of like a Teddy Ruxpin type I was going to say, is that like a Teddy Ruxpin? Yeah. Yeah. So there's lo- there was loads of fucking stuff like that. And no, there were... Like an album was in the eighties. I was going to say right. You, I was waiting for you to finish. I was going to say I know they were definitely albums because I ha- I had some KB's albums as well. I don't know wh- that as you were talking about merch, I just suddenly had you know sometimes you just get those fucking lightning flashes of things. Yeah, I just had a lightning flash. It's a white album cover, and you flip it over, and it's got Care a Lot beer and Funshine beer on the back. With a cloud with a rainbow coming off it, I can see it now. I'll I, take I can't, word for it. I can't see it. I can't tell you what was on it. Probably that fucking horrendous theme. Um, so but I can definitely were, picture that. There were five LPs introduced in 1983. Introducing the Care Bears, Care Bears Care for You, Adventures in Care a Lot, Care Bears Birthday Party, and Care Bears Christmas. I tell you what else they were. I know for a fact because I'm just remembering having these as well. They were fucking read along books on tape. Yeah, probably were. Because um, I can books. remember those as well. Yeah, yeah, there were. Over 45 million Care Bear books and books on tape were sold in the 1980s. I fucking love the book on tape. Yeah, I can't beat the book on tape. I, can't, just, Care, I distinctly remember Care Bears and, uh, as we've already talked about, Puddle Lane. Um, but I, I can hear the theme now, just that now it's time to turn the page. I can yeah. hear it now. It's like I'm going to go down a rabbit hole here tonight. Somebody must have digitized that shit by now, right? There's oh, got to be books on tape on like YouTube somewhere. I think I need that in my life. Well, yeah, um, we'll see if we can find that. If we can, we'll we'll post a, a we'll, we'll signpost it. We may not put the link up because that would be wrong. Um, yes, but yeah. We'll, if if it's there, we may mention it. Um, but yeah, no, there were comics. Um, fucking Marvel, um, Star Comics did um, uh, did did a run. Um, and then what did I just read that was that made me laugh? I've got a feeling there's been some fairly recent KB comics, actually. Probably, yeah. Where's comics gone? Uh, yeah. Um, Probably fucking image, I would imagine. But I don't, I don't know. That's me guessing. Um, uh, it doesn't say on here. Um, there may be. We'll have to look them up. The one thing, um, the one thing I was going to say, we were talking about music in 1986. Friends make everything better, which was one of their. Uh, one of the releases was released as a promotional item with trianemic cough medicine. They were okay. peddling fucking drugs. I mean, of course they were, because why wouldn't you? Uh, right, so. They're Flintstone K- chewable morphine all over again. Yeah. So uh, the KBS Unlock the Magic was the recent comic series. Uh, it was a four issue run. Um, I'm just yeah, trying to. 2018, 2019. Yeah. Um, um, IDW. So. There you go. Yeah, um, it, it, there was um, yeah, there was a TV series that went with it as well. Um, and they they had Justice Bear based on Ruth Bader Ginsburg. 
Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> nope. Voiced by Sophia. Uh, sorry. Um. Yeah, Sophia Bush based Justice Bear on Ruth Bader Ginsburg. In 2020, Basic Fun released a new Care Bears toy line in the United States, United Kingdom, and Canada, based on this. I mean, this this is the one thing with it, isn't it? Like, it, this can literally go forever. Yeah. Because you can always find a new role model, a new, like, social justice champion yeah. that you can just go, let's model a Care Bear after them. This yeah. is a desirable personality trait. Let's, you know... Yeah. So, I mean, I've just I've just read the read a bit before that. I caught the I caught the uh, the, the, the sentence about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, that was done as a as a one off for um, International Day of the Girl in 2019. Um, humanitarian organization Care had celebrities design uh, one of a kind bears. So that was that was the one that was based on. Oh, so it's, so, so it's not an official no. theme here. Sorry, I, I I I misread it. But but still, you know the, the theme. Yeah, you're, stands, you're right. You could, you could update this. Like kids are always going to be assholes. Yeah, kids are always going to need teaching lessons. Yeah. Just those lessons are going to vary slightly, so that I think there's always going to be a need for care bears in the world. Hmm. Um, I don't know why there's a need for care bears, but not the get along gang. I'm a little bit salty about that, if I'm honest. Um, I, I think but that's personal preference. They weren't because they were actual characters and you know, did stuff, whereas these are kind of tailor made to this one shares, this one bakes apple pie, these two are babies, this one's grumpy. We don't want to be like grumpy. You know, yeah. This one's brave. This one's courageous. This one's you know, this one's gentle and, and mild mannered and caring. This one's a monkey. You know, they they've kind of you know, they've they've gone right rather than making any sort of attempt at nuance. We'll just go right. This is what we need this week. Bang! Hit you over the head with it. Yeah, you're right. How you, you've just sent me down another rabbit hole here as well. How is one of them a monkey and still has like all good personality traits? Like monkeys are. Everybody knows monkeys are absolute agents of chaos. That yeah. is what that is what they are. Like you, you can't have well-behaved monkeys. Well, let's be fair. You go to a safari park, and it's not the lion, and it's not the bear that's climbing on top of your car, nicking your aerial, and smashing no, your it's the fucking, it's the fucking monkeys. monkeys. They're the ones flinging shit everywhere. They're the ones jacking off. They're the ones like they're absolute assholes. They have no respect for society whatsoever. Like even even within the animal kingdom, like they have yeah. no respect for hierarchies or anything. They're just absolute assholes. So how the hell is one of the KBA cousins a monkey? How Gosh. does that work? I, I don't know. I mean, the, you know, it, the Care Bear cousins kind of freaked me out a little bit because, you know, you did have a lion. You had an elephant who wasn't that, no, who was fat, but wasn't any taller or bigger than the rest of them. So, well, they were all roughly the same size, weren't they? That's the like, even the Care Bears are quite, I mean, they're not they're quite bear like, they? Yeah, I mean, they're teddy bears. Yeah. Aren't they? Like, they, they, I mean, they look like teddy bears. They don't look like a fucking grizzly. They look like a tiny little teddy bear. Yeah. So yeah, it's just I just found it weird that they, they made no effort to make any of them any bigger. The only reason that um, Braveheart bear, um, that the lion one is bigger, is because of the mane. The only reason the yeah. elephant one is bigger is because of the ears that sort of kind of stick up and out. You know, apart from that, they're all the same height. It's like little bit of fucking perspective. Is that but too much then, to ask for in a show about magic bears? Well, yeah, I was going to say, but then at least that makes them all the same. So there's no. You know, there's no negativity about this one looks different or that one. But then maybe that would have been a good thing. Like yeah, I say, you celebrate it would have been difference. Quite, yeah, and it would have been quite nice for the KBs themselves to actually learn lessons within their society. Mm. Um, yeah. But, of course, they can't do that because they can't have any negative emotions whatsoever. Like, they are incapable of a single negative emotion. They are the, like, just nicest, sweetest, yeah. most sickeningly wholesome characters I have ever encountered. And that was... Uh, like. I think pretty much all of the episodes of um, Care Bears Family I watched um, where you did have the villains, their their aim was to rid the world of Care Bears by some nefarious means. So there was always threat there. Um, 
but you no, know, that was that was where all the negativity was, and the the, the way certainly that um, Sour Sam worked was that he would he would make everybody so fucking miserable that they wouldn't care anymore, and if they didn't care, there'd be no care bears. Now, whether there was like a, you know, a care meter whereby you know if it dipped below a certain level, then all the care bears would die, I don't know. But that if there was, that was never explained. But that was his logic: was that if if he made the world miserable and they didn't care anymore, then there wouldn't be any more care bears. I'm fairly certain that's the plot of one of the films, and there is a meter involved as well. So you may be onto something there. I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain I remember that. Um, oh, but I'm I mean, sort of caring meter. Hang on. Yeah, shown, shown prominently in most of the Care Bears films in the original TV. There you go. Caring yeah. meter, renamed the Carometer in Care Bears Big Wish movie, is typically in the center of a care lot in, in the center of care lot inside the Care Bears main meeting hall. Uh, this meter shows how much care it is both in Carolot and on Earth. In the film's original show, it's shown as an unnumbered clock-like meter. In Care Bears Big Wish movie, the meter is shown with a, with a rain cloud uh, side and a rainbow, so one being less caring, one being more caring. Ideally, the caring meter should be all the way towards the rainbow side. Whenever the Care Bears or Care Bear cousins see the meter drop towards the rain cloud side, they try to prevent it from getting worse by going on caring missions to get people to care more uh, or for the Care Bears and Care Bear cousins themselves to do caring deeds. If the meter drops near zero, Carolot will suffer disasters such as thunderstorms, buildings and rainbows crumbling, or the bright, uh, bright colours of Carolot gradually turning into black and white. If the meter were to reach all the way to zero, Carolot would be gone forever along with everyone and everything in it. So, okay, fair enough. There are consequences to that. But if you watch one episode, which that was I watched about four, that was not mentioned in any fucking thing I watched. No, I do remember. I, I'd forgotten all about it until you mentioned it. And then I was like, yep, that's definitely in the movies. That is definitely how they had threat in it. So I, I do remember that. Um, but no, if, if you're going to do that, if, if that's if that's a threat to your world and it's going to be rare no, and you're going to reference the fact that if people don't care anymore, there'll be no care bears. You need no, that you need some reference to the fucking mechanism of how you know that or how that works. Not just throw it as a one as one line in a, a diatribe about crappy apple pie and be done with it. And it also, like, if you think about it for more than a single second, it doesn't work because the less people care, the more you need care yeah, bears. Yeah. So it it actually doesn't work in any way, shape, or form, does it? Yeah. And um, like, if you think of it by contrast with Inside Out, um, the Pixar movie, mm-hmm. um, that was kind of done the same. Whereby as things faded, you, you know, you needed these things more, and that was the threat because the more you need them, the less available they were. That, yeah. It's it, this is kind of the opposite of that. It just doesn't tally. No, not at all. It makes makes very little sense. The more I think about it, the more I'm thinking that makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and like, as a as a device, I can see how it could work, mm. but it just it just doesn't seem to run the right way. It just seems to be a bit skew if. If because anything, it'd be like, the more people care, they, the less they need care bears. The less you need care bears, yeah. Whereas the way this is geared now is like the less people care, the less likely care bears are to be around. And then also, if they care that little, a care bear is going to show up, and they're going to be like, "Well, I don't fucking care. Piss off." They're going to be like Bono, basically, where they're trying to like do as much good as possible. And everybody's just like, yeah, but you're pricks. So fuck off. Like, we don't care. Go and snap your fucking fingers elsewhere, you respectable cunt. Um, but like... Sorry. I'd forgotten about that particular uh, finger-clicking incident. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't make any sense. No. Does it? No, it, 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 it's boss backwards. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, that's not the only thing that doesn't make Like, if you think about this show for more than 10 seconds, it makes if no you, sense. If you're, old, if you're more than about the, four. 
yeah, you, look, you're, you're going to know instantly, okay? Just like I did. You're going to know instantly when you watch this show. You're either going to go along for the ride or you're not. And if you go along for the ride, it's not going to be because you're actually enjoying the fucking thing. It's going to be because it's hilarious. It's morbid bad. curiosity. It's hilariously bad, and I absolutely recommend anyone go and watch it. Like, it's absolutely fucking hilarious. But having said all of that, as I say, the animation is great. It's clearly very high-end. Um, it's particularly, like, the early series looks a bit cheaper, but the, the later on in the runs you get, toys are obviously selling. Like, it looks yeah. really polished. You know, the voice talent is pretty good as well. It's only that fucking theme tune that's bad. And the dialogue, um, the dialogue's pretty shit. Oh, yeah, but the, yeah, the dialogue's never good at all. Um, the story in general is never good at yeah. all. That's just inherent to what the K-Base is. There is no fucking story there. Um, there is maybe a film's worth or an episode's worth. You can't repeat it every week. It's just no. not fucking good enough. Um, but I, I kind of feel like it is, it's just a polished turd, isn't it? That's, yeah. That's what it, it is. It's a glittery turd. Yeah, a, a very fucking glittery turd um but that is essentially what it is having said that i fucking enjoyed it um will i watch it again quite possibly i think there's a, <laughs> there's there's just this little part of me that it just loves how shit it is and and i, and I found it entertaining and it, you know it's the same part of me that that loves doing better than mario every month mm. because you know yes yeah, some of those films are painful and some of them are hilariously fucking bad and there's a part of me that just loves that um, yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm never gonna if I actually want to watch something, I'm never gonna choose this over, say, Get Along Gang, um, or maybe even Raggy Dolls. I think I'd probably watch Raggy Dolls first as well. Um, but this is just fucking hilarious. There is something just wonderfully bad and misjudged about it. I think, and and I kind of love that. But look. This is just one show in what is now a huge multimedia franchise. Like we said, comics, books, games, umpteen shows, a CG reboot. I mean, it's only a matter of time before there's a live action movie, surely. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me because, I mean, we're, we're at an age now where people having careers over in Hollywood are going, right, the stuff I watched as a kid, I can reintroduce that. Now, 99 times out of 100, they fuck it up. Because they go, no, I wanted to redo it because it, it meant so much to me as a child. But every now and again, you get a nugget of absolute gold out of these things because people don't expect it. Mm. And I think, you know, this could this has the potential for that. I mean, if you you could and you could even do the same, to be honest, um, if you look at something like gummy bears, you could do it with that as well, um, where you can introduce them. You can introduce it to a, you know, to a slightly more modern world if you wanted to. Or you could know you could I mean, remaking it remaking gummy bears in the middle ages would make more sense but you could introduce care bears to a very cynical very fucking damaged world i mean it if, writes if you can find one i mean who knows it, where you find a fucking yeah. dystopian future um but you know, it writes itself doesn't it you write it, it, it writes itself if you go postmodern with this stuff and the care bears yeah. are still their fucking idealistic 80 self and you drop them into today's society where like they try and teach kids to care and the kids just huff them in the nuts and run away yeah like Actually, you know you know what i'm not a loose end let's fucking write it I mean, yeah, I kind of want to see this. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty up for this, actually. Um, yeah, maybe we'll talk more yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, well, we've got to get a license first. Um, yeah, it's not well, cheap. No, but then again, no, we can we can look at that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's the sort of thing for me that like, I put it on, say, a couple of times. I watched a couple of episodes. So I put it on yesterday, and 
generally my kids will sit down if it's something they want to watch they will and it, or if it's something they've watched before particularly there's a really annoying fucking australian series which is aimed slightly older than them but they love it they're on, they're only like 15 episodes but they watch it on repeat and no, and that's fine and they'll go back to stuff like Paw Patrol and they'll go back, no, they'll put stuff on Disney Plus and they'll watch that again and again and again. And if they want to watch it, they'll sit there and they'll watch it ad nauseum. If it's something that they haven't chosen, and it could yeah. be, no, it could be Paw Patrol, but with fucking sea lions. Same fucking show, same everything, just different animals. If they haven't chosen it, they won't sit there and watch it. But the fact I put this on and within two minutes, the pair of them were both on the sofa next to me like this. Because they, no, they, they just wanted to see it. They wanted to know what was going on. By the time we got to the end of that episode, um, apologies for him, just saw what I had for dinner, by the way. Um, but no, by the time we got to the end, of the, the end of the episode, they were like, okay, well, we've seen it now. It's done. We wanted something else. Mm. At which point, I'd tell them to fuck off and do something else. Um, but the fact it did capture their imagination. And, and so this I was the, say, yeah. the original series. Um, I haven't tried the, the new one with them yet. I haven't watched any of the new one. Um, so I may just put that on while we're doing something else and see if they notice mm. um, and, see, and see what that's like. Um but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm probably the same as you. I'm not act, I'm not necessarily actively going to go and seek out every single episode ever made. But I, you know, if I've got ten minutes to kill, I might throw one of these on. I definitely will. I find them fucking hilarious and and morbidly fascinating. I think I do think there's there's something satisfying about knowing that your kids watched and and enjoyed it. Um, because you know, one episode is the fact that they did they took it in. Yeah, it shows that there is something there, and and. You know, as much as I've ragged on the storytellers to say the rest of it is pretty quality, so it doesn't it doesn't surprise me um, that that there's there's something there for them. It is it is clearly a quality product in everything other than storytelling and the concept. Yeah, uh, which you know I would argue is the fucking most important thing. But <laughs> hey ho, I'm not a five year old anymore. Um, so I think there's something nice about that, especially when you know we, I, I do say quite often when we're watching shows and, and something just hasn't quite clicked with us. Yeah. We we kind of use your kids as a litmus test a bit, don't we? We're like, well, yeah. does it does it work? Is it is it just because we're old? Um, and so in this case, it's nice to know that because normally the answer is no. no. I sat them in front of him, they fucking hated it. So yeah. we know we're they on the right They lasted about a minute. Yeah, um, but it, it's nice to know that that something is has broken through there, and I, I kind of feel it's quite nice that it actually is KBs. Um, yeah. Saying that, you did show them Get Along Gang as well, didn't you? And you said they didn't mind Get Along Gang. Yeah, they were all right with that. I mean, there were other things we put on, like, like in, um, uh, we tried Raggy Dolls. I tried Raggy Dolls the other day, and that we did be just like, what's this shit? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I say it was the episode that we watched with the um, the, 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 the remote control plane and then tossing off the uh, the nose cone, but still, um, you know, they, just, they, was, they weren't interested. I mean, I'll say this for all I've ragged on the writing in KBs and for all it's deliberate, like, there is a a better, more tightly structured plot in any single episode of KBs than any opposing episode of Raggy Dolls. Like, at least there is a point to these yes. episodes. At least something, something happens. happens. Yeah. Yeah. It may be clumsy, but at least something happens. Um, so I guess, like, in the hierarchy of, like, really fucking super nice kid shows, KBs just kind of sits comfortably in the middle there for me. Like, it's kind yeah. of underneath Get Along Gang uh, and above sort of sort of raggy dolls and I, and I think it kind of sits there because like it's just too fucking cheesy for me to take it seriously you yeah. know it's just it's just too nice i mean it makes the fucking get along gang look like the godfather for fuck's sake it's <laughs> it's ridiculously nice yeah but i mean the thing is as well is that it clearly knows that 
and it plays for that. And I think that's a big part of it is that like, you know, we talked about hugs and tugs. Yeah. You know, as, uh, as, as character names, there's no way that's accidental. It can't be. That can't yeah. be. But it's there's just enough where you go, oh, yeah, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And then you get back to the you know, the really wholesome family shit. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's just one of those you think, they've um, clearly they know what they're doing. Clearly they, they know where they're pitching this. And no, yes, okay, they're pitching it as no, fucking Hallmark on TV. But they're pitching, no, they know what they're doing. And it, know, it knows what it is and they know how to get there. So the fact you do need to have a story whereby somebody learns something every week, as opposed to they play cricket and find a plane and then go back to bed you know you you kind of need that and they've they've pitched it absolutely spot on for me i think they've got they've they've got they've they've done what they set out to do you know whether whether that stands up today i don't know because i'm I'm also not five anymore um and as i said earlier i think that you you have to play it slightly differently now you you can't just rely on well you've got three channels so it's on and you'll watch it you know, they they need to be a bit smarter than that. So I think there does need to be a bit more edge and a bit more hook to it. So maybe that does happen in the new in the, the Netflix stuff. I don't know, but yeah, and I'm I'm kind I was kind of impressed. I got to be honest. Um, I I wasn't expecting. I was expecting to go into this going, oh my fucking god, and then when I put the first one on, which was Carolot's birthday, not person's birthday, Carolot's birthday, and that's and some of the stuff that was in there, I was like, oh fucking hell, what am I? What are we doing? Like, mm. Why are we watching this? And then I did think I was going to slip into a coma, um, but yeah, it's um, it's just something that I don't know. It's just, it just has a universal appeal because there's nothing dickish about it. Everything is just very wholesome and very nice. It's, it's sickeningly unironically wholesome, and that is rare. That is it is very fucking rare. It was rare then, and it's even rarer now. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so, and so we should way, I don't think. no, and we should celebrate that. You know that I, I think that is something that, that should be allowed to be given a chance. But you, if you want to take anything from it other than sheer bewilderment, I think you, you have to be absolutely tuned into it and needing it at that specific moment. And I think, yeah. I think maybe with really young kids, you know, maybe there is that. Maybe it's oh god, this is going to get quite grim all of a sudden now. But especially for our generation. Maybe there is that little bit of actually, uh, like, mummy and daddy are really fucking busy and I've been sat in front of the TV for three fucking hours here, so maybe I just need a bit of a fucking warm hug in the form yeah. of a TV show and here's the fucking Care Bears. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's something, there's a lot to unpack in that statement. Um, but maybe <laughs> there's maybe there's something there in that. Maybe. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we definitely were the TV babysitter generation. Like, it was... Yeah. Stick them in front of the TV. Like our, our parents were were more naive, I think, to TV than than, for instance, you would be today with your kids. It was just like, oh, I'd stick them in front of the TV. It's fine. While they're watching cartoons, yeah, fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So we could have been exposed to all sorts of shit. And I think there's just something. Maybe you know, maybe we just needed it. Maybe it's a palate yeah. cleanser we needed after watching like He Man and Lionel kick the shit out of everything for forty minutes. Maybe we needed a KBS just to reset. I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe it's the answer to why kids today are fucking arseholes. Maybe they don't they have don't enough care bears. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Or maybe. maybe kids are just always arseholes, and I realise it more now. I was going to say, I think kids always have those assholic tendencies. Um, you just notice it more as an adult. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, I think it's just lack of social boundary in it, which is a wonderful thing and should be celebrated. I don't know why I'm calling them arseholes. To um, a point. I mean, I, I, I was in the supermarket the other day, happily listening to something on my headphones. And I got kicked in the knee. Um, <laughs> and in, 
in in the girl's defense it's it's a girl i know she's she's a friend of jess's and she'd been calling me for about two minutes every time i'd passed them in the store but i was i had something else on i wasn't fucking paying attention i was trying to you know, follow my shopping list and so she walked up to me by the bananas and kicked me in the knee which i did i did find quite funny <laughs> Had it been a kid I didn't know, I'd have gone fucking mental. I think it would have been even funnier if it was a kid you didn't know. Um, I'd have kicked the fucker back then. I mean, it, it probably says more about me, but I say they're assholes and little things like that. I just think, yeah, I think there's something really great about that. Just the complete lack of yeah, any... No, no social cues whatsoever. None. I just, mean, I'm that... trying to get his attention. I'm trying to say hello. He's, he's ignoring me, so I'm going to kick him. <laughs> I just, I kind of fucking love that. Maybe that's just a bit of jealousy that we can't get away with that. You know, like, he's being a dick. I'm just going to kick him. <laughs> Kids would yeah. do that, so yeah, it's yeah. because up until the age of ten, they can't be prosecuted. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. They can't be held to account. Yeah, but it was quite it was quite amusing. I did find it quite funny. Yeah, um, so yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I've got too much more to say other than it's. I, I don't think we've watched anything else, and like I've compared it to Get Along Gang a lot, and and we've we've drawn a comparison to Raggy Dolls as well. But I don't think we've watched anything else that's anything like this. I, no. I don't know. I don't know what I've got to say. Oh, it's you know, it, it's better than this or worse than this. To say the nearest things are get along gang, just because they're thematically similar and as much as it, it's yeah. very nice. But this is a whole different level of nice. Like you said, it's it's a fucking it's it's a sugar rush is yeah. what this is. It's it's so sweet and so nice and so saccharine, and yeah, you can't do much more than 10, 20 minutes at a time because you're just gonna fucking puke rainbows. But it's I kind of I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I I would say I mean, this this year has been particularly fucking shite, as everybody knows. Um, and I think that if anybody's at that point where you know end, ends of tethers have been reached, and you're at that, no, there's just nothing fucking to look forward to. I mean, Christmas is coming apparently, but you know who fucking knew? Um, this is no, this is the a nice gentle pick me up where you don't have to resort to drugs or alcohol. You could quite easily you no. Know, this will this could restore your faith in humanity between diabetic comas quite easily oh, i um, wouldn't go that far i think my faith in humanity is long gone at this point i don't think oh, you'd have to watch a lot of it back from that you'd have to yeah. watch a lot of it but you know just the, the fact that that there, there is a contemplation of actually you don't have to be a cunt the fact that no you know there are ways yeah. to be nice and I think, I think that certainly at the moment a lot of people are forgetting that and if you could just beam this into people's brains, it would be quite fucking handy at times. I think it would be a very fucking scary society. But yeah, I get. <laughs> I get I know, where some, you're coming some, from. Some of, the, some of the people around, I wouldn't mind it. I get where you're coming from. I, I think. I think for me, it comes down just slightly too heavy on that stuff for it to be the show I go to in times of trouble like that. Um, but oh yeah, that, that, that's what the bottle of Jack is for. I, I wouldn't go to TV. Uh, again, I would. I've said this a few times now. Do you know, I'd fucking go back to Rent-A-Ghost because it's just the most pointless, innocent thing I think we've ever watched. And it, and it's not about how to be nice to people. If anything, no, it's, it's, it's pretty fucking opposite. It's yeah. just very nice and wholesome and innocent and it takes your mind off all of this shit that's going on in the world. If you are looking for something where just everybody's nice to each other, you know, again, it's the nearest comparison. I would say Get Long Gang is much better, like way better and obviously I'm biased because I've, it's a big part of my childhood, but I would say it's way better than this. But it is not as funny because it's not as absolute, just hardcore, 
just saccharine sweet niceness there is there is nothing else like this no. and i don't think there ever will be other than like the pastiches that you get of it as i say it's it's so commonly pastiche now because i think it's it's just so extreme i i don't think anything else could be like it I th- no i don't think so I don't th- like, i've not watched the new ones but i don't even think the new ones would dare to do that no i don't i don't think you can i mean the nearest honestly the nearest thing i can think of is and it's just a character, not a show. The newest thing I can think of is Olaf in Frozen, yeah, where he's just completely wide-eyed and innocent and loves everybody. Yes. Um, but then even but, again, there are the the little with Olaf, there is the little sniggly comments. Yes, exactly. He's no, they're, not they're completely just, wholesome. Yeah, he's not completely innocent. He's not completely naive. There, there's knowledge there. Yeah. It's just it, as a character, Olaf chooses not to not to embrace that. Yeah. And I think, Whereas, I think that's kind of an interesting distinction that. It's no, it's done intentionally. It's done as a choice. So you do get all this wonderment, this whole thing about summer, and this whole thing about you know about trees and you know, everything being magical. But then every now and again, it's, yeah, right, okay, whatever. And mm. you just can't get away from that little bit of snark, which doesn't. It's it works with the character in small doses, but you, you'd never get that from a Care Bear in a, a licensed Care Bear product. No, you might get it in like not. a Family Guy version or something like that. But yeah, you know, with all yeah, shooting, no. shooting up in the car park and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, it, that's the thing is they are. Just they are one hundred percent pure. They are the most pure creatures I think that have ever existed. As I said, any... shooting up in the car park. Well, yeah, um, yeah. There's just something slightly magical and wonderful about it. I think, um, but it's also really, really fucking bad. But in a really, really good way. It's yeah. it's just this. Yeah, there's nothing like it. There is fucking nothing else like this. Yeah, it's, and if it's, that doesn't convince you to give it a whirl, I don't know what will. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's certainly unique. I mean, they're not long either. No, give it a give it a look. There's, no, so there is a, an official channel on YouTube um, to, where you can go back and find all sorts of uh, all sorts of snips and cli- uh, snippets and clips. There, are, there are whole episodes on there as well. Um, yeah, go and give them a look. I mean, it, it's not going to. It's certainly not going to hurt you. You might just you know, be a slightly happier, nicer person for five minutes before you go back to be a cunt on Facebook. Um, or certainly, what happened to me anyway. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, I, I've not really got much else to say on that. I mean, I think we've covered it at length. I've been trying to wrap up for about 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, I mean, as always, we'd love to hear people's experience of this. I mean, this is something that um, is still very much around and I hadn't thought about it for a very long time, but for some people, it's you know, it's still a thing. So let us know what you, know, let us know what you think. Let us know what you thought at the time. If you still have a Care Bear, send us a picture. Stick, yeah. you know, stick a picture of it on Twitter. See what, see what state it's in. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, get in touch. Let us know what you think. Let us know your thoughts and 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 what you th- if if you watch the new watch the old ones again or you watch the new ones. Tell us no, tell us about those as well. Um, you can get us on Twitter at SMPD Pod on Facebook with the Dublin Podcast Network. You can go to our website ddpodcast.net where you'll find our previous episodes as well as some of our other shows. Where we get your podcasts from, be it uh, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music. I've probably forgotten a few others. Um, so give us a search on there. Search for SMPD. Uh, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, we'll get back to you as best we can. But until next time. I'm fucking sorry about this theme tune, listeners, but you look, you know I, I have to put the theme on the end. I'm I'm really sorry. I'm about to subject you to it. Um, if you don't want to hear the theme tune, I won't judge you. Stop now. See you later. Making a friend is very simple. Being a friend is easy too. Oh, there's nothing like a friendly smile and dimple. To break the ice and lead the way to someone new.